0: Hello and welcome to the Lexicon of Life podcast. My name is Alexia, but as always, you can call me Lex. This is a place where small business owners can feel seen, entrepreneurs feel inspired and everyday people can gain a little bit of confidence in taking their next steps. So apologies for the delay on this episode in particular. It's been a bit of a crazy week for me in my work life and personal life and we're actually recording this podcast in my spare room today because it's a Saturday today and everyone's out and about. I usually record at my desk, which is at the front of my unit. So I live in a, within a block of units on quite a busy street. So you can imagine the amount of noise. I'm sure that you've heard birds chirping and cars driving past in, in the uh, previous episodes. So I'm trying to fine tune that and see if this kind of setup works, which seems to be okay at the moment. So we'll see how that goes. So today's episode is about morning routine. So for me personally, I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person. I'm like a night owl in a sense. I yeah, just have never really been able to get up with a whole lot of energy in the morning and getting up before seven o'clock is a struggle, I would say. Like a real struggle. So this is going to be a really good episode, I think, because we've got a few tips on how to, like, kickstart your morning, and um, I've also got some tips from people that have submitted some answers, which is great. I put up a bit of a question box on my Instagram, on my personal one, and on the Lexicon account and got some different answers, which is cool, so I'll share those later. But for now, let's get stuck into the word of the week. So, this week's Word of the Week is a little different because it's not a definition, what kind of is, but it's something I hear pretty commonly. Like, it's it's the word isn't really used that well. So, <laughs> the word is regardless. But people say irregardless um, sometimes and I hear it constantly and it, it just really grinds my gears because that's not a word. Like, it's a it's a nonsensical word. For regardless, they mean the same thing. Regardless and irregardless mean the same thing. But the the ear in front of regardless is almost like a double, it's a double negative. So in a sense, it should actually mean the opposite of regardless, right? People use irregardless when they are saying regardless, basically. But it, if you looked into it a bit further, it actually means the opposite because of the double negative at the front. So I urge you, if you hear someone say irregardless, just say, hey, actually, it's just regardless, not irregardless. Because we just want to help everyone know a bit more, you know, vocabulary and and get stuff right. And yeah, spread the knowledge in a way. So yeah, use regardless only (laughs) would be great. That's my tip for the week. So there you have it. Use regardless. Don't use irregardless correct people in a nice way, pull them aside and just let them know because knowledge is wealth. Cool beans. So I don't know if this interests you guys, if you really care, but um, please let me know if you do or don't, so I won't continue doing it. But I just wanted to go through my week, which was uh, pretty cool. I basically had a photo shoot. So I, if you don't know, I model part-time as a curve. Slash midsize model for finesse models. So I had a pretty big half day shoot on Tuesday, which was cool, and I'll be really excited to tell you guys more about who that was for. It was my biggest shoot yet to date with this massive national client, so that's all I can say. Very exciting shit. And the photos look really cool as well, can't wait to share. I I have had, yeah, like heaps of meetings this week and then I had another shoot that I was assisting on on Wednesday for another client, which I can't say, but, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool stuff. So we did a lot of BTS, a lot of reels stuff going on. So that was a massive day out as well, which, yeah, it's going to look really cool when it all comes together. So I can't wait for that too. So sorry, I can't say too much. It was a busy week, but I, yeah, there's, there's things obviously Working in the background there um, that I can't disclose it just yet. I, yeah, I don't know, went to the physio and I got a program done for my knee. So I've had a, like, a pretty bad knee with this tendon stuff going on um, throughout basically the last nine months since, you know, March to now playing soccer and all that. So got that program, started doing it yesterday. My legs are fucked today, basically. My hammies are so tired and so tight. So that was cool, and then yeah, Thursday I met up with Elise from the Stylist Guide. So she's one of my clients. She is so awesome. I love working with her. She's an event, she's a wedding planner and event planner or coordinator and stylist. So she just does all this awesome stuff around weddings and birthdays and corporate events and all that. So if you need someone to coordinate your event, Elise at the Stylist Guide is the person to see because and she's just genuinely a lovely person. <laughs> so we had lunch and we basically fleshed out the next 6 months worth of stuff that we're going to do, which is really cool. So yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy week and haven't really had any chance to slow down and and yesterday was was pretty busy as well being Friday and just trying to catch up and chase my own tail in that sense. So it was yeah, I just didn't have time to get the podcast done, unfortunately, and I'm now knowing that I need to be on top of it and deliver for you guys so that every Thursday you get your podcast and it's there in the bank on Spotify or Apple ready to go. So apologies again. It's just been bunter and, yeah, trying to get this done today because it's actually my anniversary. So I've been with my boyfriend for six years today. We met at work. So I don't – if you know – Us, then, you know, you probably know that we're pretty tight. We're, like, best friends. And, yeah, it's just been such an amazing six years so far, and I can't wait to see what we do next. So, yeah, very cool. We're going out to dinner tonight. So, just keep... We're very low-key. We don't get presents and stuff. We just get each other cards every year and write something really lovely. So, yeah, I need to go and sort my shit out today after this. I also brought on a... Uh, junior content creator so I don't know if I had mentioned it before but her name is Chelsea she is working for me uh, part-time a few hours a week and she's going to be helping me doing client stuff and doing more lexicon content so she's been such a blessing and such an asset you know even just working together for the last four weeks has been such a weight off my shoulders so Chelsea shout out to you (laughs) you are killing it girl I, yeah, don't know why I didn't do this sooner. So yeah, it's just been great. And we have been able to ramp up some work for her, which is really awesome. And I can't wait to share a bit more with you guys what we are doing, which is going to be so much fun. A new segment I wanted to introduce to this podcast is the Small Business Corner. So Essentially, every week I'll be highlighting a small business in South Australia that I really love personally or I've come across that is doing some really cool stuff. So this week to launch the small business corner is Meraki Beauty and Wellness. So I go and see Jacinta at Meraki. She's located on Port Rush Road. She has her own uh, little kind of clinic in there and it's just such a lovely little space. She runs it herself. She does body contouring. She does anti-aging facials and deep cleansing facials as well. So I actually go to see Jacinta for a chins up treatment, which is essentially like a tightening, non-invasive way of bringing the skin into my my jawline and my chin a bit tighter. So I have a bit of a drooping kind of neck and, you know, being a part-time model, it has been something that I've been self-conscious of for a while. So usually I'm pretty good with my body and I'm not really that self-conscious. But this particular thing, and especially my side profile, bothers me a lot. So I've just been going to her um, for the last few months now. And it has been I've been seeing some really cool results, which is great. So her website is Beautyandwellness.com.au. I definitely recommend checking her out. She is a legend. All right, now let's get into the topic of today, which is helping you manage... And master your morning basically and getting ready for the day and being able to kick ass from the get-go so yeah obviously when you go into like search for google tips about how to master your morning it comes up with like a bunch of shit obviously there's heaps and heaps of articles and stuff that come up with how to best utilize yourself in the morning and and get the most out of it rather than feeling like rushed and and flustered and, and running around and chasing your own tail trying to get out of the house If you're going to work or if you work from home, just trying to, like, get organized and get in the headspace of sitting on, like, at your desk and, yeah, being ready for the day ahead, no matter what it throws at you. So, what works for you may not work for everyone, of course, and, and, you know, vice versa. So, essentially, it also comes down to when you wake up in the morning and, you know, we've spoken about this on my previous podcast about the sleep chronotypes. So, like, I'm a wolf, for example. My chronotype is... I go to bed or I I kind of am ready for sleep at around 11 p.m., 11.30, and I wake up at about seven or eight o'clock. And that's just how I do it. Like I can't go to bed at 9.30 or 10 o'clock and and, um, be sleeping because my brain is just ticking too much late at night. So I end up doing a lot of work um, after dinner as well, which is just how I operate. But some people, you know, they're lions, which uh, they wake up at like 5am in the morning with like so much energy and they're ready to go and they go to bed at like 9pm because they're just exhausted from the day. So go back if you haven't looked at what the fuck a sleep chronotype type is. So yeah, definitely i recommend listening to the previous podcast on that. Um, I've also got the blog post written up on my website, thelexcon.com.au as well. And I've got a blog a blog post which is related to this topic as well of um, six tips to help you master the morning and get you done. So head to that if you want to have a read. Otherwise, thanks for listening. Continue on. So basically, um, Chelsea and myself kind of went through what we think for us is a bit of a kick-ass morning. So I'm a wolf, obviously, and um, as I mentioned, and Chelsea is a bear, which most people are, 55% of the population are bears. So they rise with the sun and they go to sleep you know, with something that's more circadian rhythm related, which is great. Let's dive into how to kickstart your morning and just take charge of the whole day. Tip number one is make tomorrow morning you think last night you. So I, I like, I, I'm i really bad at this because I always say like the dishes, for example, they're like sitting in the, the sink at night and I'm like, oh, you know, that's a future Lex problem. I don't want to do it right now, that'll be a future Lex problem. But I should actually be doing the opposite where like I'm going to make it a non-problem or non-issue tomorrow for myself by doing it now. So the key to this tip in particular (laughs) is preparation. I should be listening to this advice as well. So you obviously don't need to prepare, you know, every single thing in your life for the morning, the night before. So it can be as simple as getting your coffee ready to go, like kind of, I don't know, I've got a pod machine, so I put the pod like in the coffee machine ready to go. All I have to do is press on and put the mug under there basically in the morning. For other people it's really good to lay out your clothes so you end up figuring out, you know, you're not figuring out in the morning like, oh fuck what i gonna wear, you know, look at the weather the night before for the next day, sort out what you're gonna wear and then it's done. And then don't have any ifs or buts about it, like don't change anything about that. It's also a really good idea to give your place and your space a spot clean so you know, kind of grab all those coffee mugs that you've left on your desk or, you know, just tidy up a bit and get ready for the next day. That way, like when you get to your desk, if you work from home, is you'll get there and it's all clean and ready to go so that you can just dive right into the work day rather than try to chase your tail from the night before. So another great thing to do, um, which I actually do on Sunday nights for the week ahead, but you can do this every day as well, if you like, is to make a list. So kind of prepare yourself for the next day. So if you've got a to-do list, I like to manually write out what I'm going to be doing for the week, even though I have a project management system, which I use as well for work. Sometimes I like to do a to-do list for everything. So personal staff appointments, you know, when I'm going to the gym, when I've booked in like a yoga session or work meetings, whatever. So everything kind of fits in and you kind of just map out the week ahead. But um, this is really good. If you have like lots of things on your mind for the next day, like it's just good to write it down because then it's off your mind and it's on paper, which is yeah, super helpful. What I tend to do sometimes as well, which um, a few people have messaged me about and that they really like doing and they want to start doing that is I put on my Um, my lexicon account, like a story up about what I'm going to do today. So, so we kind of um, (laughs) put up like, you know, what's on today and then, uh, you know, coffee and emails. And then I put, um, I don't know, a client meeting or client work or, you know, catching up on a blog or seeing a friend or, you know, having lunch and then going to the gym and what I'm going to be doing that night, whatever it is. So I kind of like to map out my day because it actually keeps me accountable for getting all that stuff done because I've already put it out there in the universe to other people. Whereas like if I feel like if I keep it private, it's easier to skip out on some things. People actually care. Like some people, I don't, you know, you don't think that people care about what you're doing, but some people are really interested in what you're going to be doing for that day, especially being a small business owner. So I would definitely recommend you doing that. If uh, you have the time to do it in the morning for, it only takes like two minutes to write it out. And then that way you kind of are sorting it out as a to-do list and you're like, you know, it's coming off of your brain and you're putting it out there to the universe. And and people love to know that stuff, especially if you're running a product-based business or service-based people like to know the ins and outs and the day-to-day. So yeah, that's a really good one, I think. Okay. So tip number two, again, need to listen to my own advice on this one is keep off the screen. So I have the terrible, this terrible, terrible habit of as soon as my alarm goes off in the morning and my alarm is attached to my phone, of course, it's on my phone. I then turn the alarm off and I either, you know, go back to sleep, which is terrible, or I end up grabbing my phone and then going straight onto Instagram and then scrolling through the endless feed, basically, and going through people's stories like it's the fucking newspaper, basically. I know that quite a few people do that. Like, you know, I used to do that with Facebook back when Facebook was basically bigger than Instagram and now it's taken over. For me personally I go through Instagram first and then I look through messages and then and then I actually go onto emails and I'm still in bed like it's terrible etiquette for just yeah getting started with the day because I really should wait to see my emails until I sit at my desk so I've started to you know stop doing that because it's becoming a really bad habit and I get stuck in bed longer because I'm getting sucked into this screen time when I actually you know should be getting out of bed you know, check your phone, obviously, like text, I text Joshua, good morning, and then do my thing and and get ready, get changed, have a coffee. And then I should look at the screen after that. So yeah, it needs to really stop. So my advice to you is, you know, don't get plugged into the socials the minute you wake up and scroll through your bed. It is so tempting coming from me. I know what you, how you feel. So I urge you to, you know, turn off your alarm, kind of check in, I don't know if you want to look at the weather and stuff like that, and then just get out of bed, just do it, just, there's this, you know, this thing that that people say, like, every decision that you need to make should take five seconds to make it, and then you should just do it, so whether it's, like, turning off the taps in the shower because you don't want to get out of the shower, or getting out of bed, or getting up off the couch to do something, or whatever, so every decision you need to make, should be made in five seconds and then done straight away, because then it's done then you're up. So, you know, you our brains are so well-equipped to talking us out of situations. You need to just almost, like, do the five-second rule and override that, you know, sense of, you know, trying to talk yourself out of it. Just override it with the five seconds. Done. So another tip, I guess, within, within this one of keeping off the screen is to turn, even in the morning, just turn your notifications off or just put on do not disturb and keep your calls and phone, te- phone texts, phone calls and texts, fucking hell, on, yeah, just keep them on because obviously, like, that stuff's important, whereas, like, uh, social media notifications and emails are not so important, and they can wait, you know, it's not do or die, in a sense, and I really hate, especially with emails, when people are like, someone sends you an email, and then the next day they follow up on a DM and they're like, Hey, did you get my email? It's like, I'm not always on emails. Like I'm trying to step away from being an automatic, you know, quick response to emails all the time, because it's actually detrimental to like just having a peaceful work environment because, and now we're just, yeah, it needs to just fuck off this expectation to get an email reply within even 24 hours. Like it's so fucking fast. Like, We've got work to do. There's other things to do. Like admin is so annoying anyway. So I think people just need to calm down with that kind of stuff too. So, and just give a bit of breathing room for emails unless it's super urgent, then just call that person if you actually have their number or text them. Okay. So we've gone through the tip of preparing yourself the night before for the morning ahead and then, you know, trying to avoid the screen where you can. So this tip, tip number three is making time for yourself in the morning. I know it sounds like fucking batshit bullshit, It sounds like it can't, you can't do it, right? Like making time for yourself in the morning, you got to like get up, go to work and do the things that get you paid. So how are you going to make time for yourself in the morning? Well, you know, it's pretty easy to do actually. If you just, you just kind of take five minutes out of the day, like allocate that five minutes, whatever you do in those five minutes is your you time. So whether that's, you know, enjoying the shower, a bit of a longer shower in the morning, Doing your skincare routine like really, like quite excessively and and doing it with a lot of purpose rather than just slapping everything on and just whacking all this foundation on and almost poking your eye out with mascara because you feel like you're rushing. But like, if you actually take time and you feel calm, you actually get stuff done rather than fucking up. Like, I know when I'm in a rush. I end up being less productive and I end up having to backtrack and stuff because I'm really forgetful. So I find, yeah, if I'm rushing around, I'm like, oh, like my whole brain is just like on this like full fucked mode because I'm trying to get all these things done at once, but I'm actually not getting anything done because I can't focus on one thing at a time. And then I end up forgetting something every single time. So if I come into the situation with a bit more calmness, then I can actually get everything done in a timely manner. And then, you know, if I'm late, if I'm late, you know, it doesn't, I'm like, doesn't matter. It is what it is. So yeah, filling up your morning, I guess, with a small wind would be really cool. So it's really nice to feel like you've already accomplished something for the day. So I know that heaps of people are like, oh, make your bed. Like that's the army rule or whatever. Like, you know, do the first thing off your to-do list, make your bed. I hardly make my bed, but <laughs> I do something in the morning that feels like a bit of a small wind for me which is either, yeah, like, you know, do my skincare routine and kind of go through it really well and do a bit of a hydrating, like, mask or I use, like, the gul- gulia sha, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. It's like this stone that's kind of got ridges in it and you massage your face and it feels really nice and it feels like a bit of a facial, which is cool. Um, other ways that you can kind of take five minutes out of your morning to do something for yourself is to get a really good stretch in, so it kind of wakes up the body a bit more. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but actually like moving your body and getting different stretches in with your legs and chest and back and whatever actually kind of just helps you ground, get grounded for the day. That makes sense. So I don't know if you are into like yoga, you could do like a little bit of a morning flow for five minutes. And I find that something like that just really helps kind of help my breathing as well and, and bring my body breath and mind into one like unified feeling and, and mood. So I don't feel so like flustered. And I, f- I feel like I'm ready to go for the day because everything is in sync in a way. Uh, another good thing, if you've got the time is to get out in the sun for like five minutes. So um, obviously we work with the circadian rhythm. And if you are looking at the sun, sun rays obviously wakes you up because you're the receptors in your eye, obviously, all triggers and shit. I don't obviously know <laughs> the full scientific names for it, but When you look at light and and sun, I'm not even going to bother trying to explain that. But basically, you need to get out into the sun if you want to, you know, get a little bit more of a pick-me-up than just your regular shot of coffee in the morning. Or, you know, the shower hasn't really done it for you. Literally just get outside, hopefully in good weather, and just stand out in the sun for five minutes and just soak up the rays. It's so nice, and it's actually quite calming too, which is yeah, really cool. That's what you kind of need to get the day started. And something else, you know, if you're strapped for time, obviously not everyone can just go and stand outside for five minutes because, you know, you think you've got other shit to do, right? You got to get to work. It's just how it is. But if you're strapped for time, one thing that can help you really settle into the day is savouring your morning coffee. So obviously you're going to have coffee in the morning. That is something most people will do to kickstart their day. It's just how it is. We are a massive consumer-driven coffee-drinking society. So rather than just chucking that coffee down the back of your throat and getting out the door, actually just sip it, savor it, because it feels really good when you're sitting, you know, even just standing. Sometimes I get into my kitchen, make the coffee, and I just stand there sipping on my coffee and just being with my thoughts and thinking about, you know, what am I gonna do today? How do I feel? And just checking in. Like, it's a really good check-in point, I think, in the morning to take a few minutes and have that coffee and just, Almost just feel like you're somewhere else for a while and before you know get stuck into the day. I think it's a really good way to just savor that moment. So you've uh, gone through the morning so far and you've had your little me time, but now it's kind of time to hype up yourself. Uh, The fourth tip in this sense is being your biggest hype woman. So, like ladies, are we talking to my ladies out there? Or be your own hype man to all the males out there if that you're listening. Whatever works for you, babes. Uh, so <laughs> I guess being your own hype person is all about getting that spring in your step for the day. So you've had that grounding moment, which is fantastic, but now you need to kind of get into a bit more of a awake, working, you know, ready to go kick ass for the day kind of mood. So you've done all your skincare or you've done, you know, you've had your coffee and you've done this and that. One way that I like to get... You know myself out of a bit of a rut, especially if I've had a shit sleep, is to put music on. So music really just helps with everything. It helps you in a shit mood. It helps you in a good mood. Helps you get out of a shit mood into a good mood. Helps you go from a good mood to a bad mood <laughs> if you're listening to particular uh, sad, melancholy songs. <laughs> I know that I do that sometimes. So yeah, getting, I guess, putting on your favorite playlist is really easy to do, especially because... You know, it's your favourite music, so put, you know... If you like R&B Fridays every day, do that. If you like punk rock and metal and whatever, put that shit on. Whatever floats your boat. Something else I really like to do, especially if I'm having a really crappy morning and I'm just not in the mood to do anything, is to read affirmations. Um, I know that some people like to put them up around, like, their fridges or, you know, it's on their wall phone paper. Wall phone paper. Phone wallpaper. Fuck (laughs) now. Phone wallpaper, God. Put an affirmation on your phone wallpaper, people. Doing that stuff is really helpful. And uh, some people keep it on their desk as well, which is cool. Uh, it depends what works for you and what's actually going to drill that into you. So really cool affirmations like I am enough or I am loved or you are strong, you are smart, all this kind of shit. So there's heaps of stuff out there. You just need to kind of go onto Pinterest basically and look up self-love quotes or self-worth quotes. And it'll just get you out of that mindset. Another good tip that I use in my daily life because I tried to base my life around um, building my self-confidence. So obviously being a confident person doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't stay static. So it ebbs and flows, right? So it's just how it is. So you have to train your brain to have better confidence days than bad. So especially from my line of work with um, being in a client-based business and doing part-time modeling, I have to be exude this confidence all the time because otherwise you're not going to get hired. People, if you're not confident in yourself, then how can you be confident in your own work and in how you present yourself? So, you know, you need to be constantly confident all the time, which can be really difficult, especially if I'm modeling and, and I don't feel like I'm having a good hair day or a, good body like relationship with my body kind of day so yeah it's it's hard to kind of get yourself out of that rut but i've kind of mastered it in that i have to work on every day so it doesn't happen overnight but every day i try to avoid saying anything negative about myself whether it's appearance or clothes or even my self-worth like especially being a business owner you know you do question like am i doing this right Is this enough? Does anyone care? Especially with the podcast. I'm like, even this morning, I was like, oh, like doing this podcast and like, does anyone actually listen? Does anyone actually give a shit? But I know that there's people out there, like my good friend, Andrew, who is always messaging me about how much he loves the podcast. So Andrew, this one's for you, babes. Love ya. So yeah, if, um, well, if you say negative things about yourself, you end up believing them. So it's the same with positive stuff. So my next kind of tip within this tip is to like, if you can look in the mirror And think about one thing that you love about yourself. So I know that it's really hard, especially if you're not super confident or you're feeling self-conscious or you don't really see like a value or a worth in in your own work and can be really, really hard, especially the first few times that you look in the mirror and, and look at yourself properly. Like women on average only look at in the mirror like four times a day. Whereas men look at least like 12 times a day, I think 12 to 15 times. So like, that's a crazy statistic. And like, you know, don't quote me on that, but I've heard it somewhere before. And it it makes sense because women often don't want to look at the mirror because they often start to pick out the, the flaws in a sense and what they see as flaws and, and negative um, things about themselves. But I urge you to look at the Look in the mirror the next time you do and just think about one thing you like about yourself, whether that's your hair, your smile, your hips, like anything really, just like your skin, like, you know, how you make people laugh, you know, just it doesn't have to be something appearance wise. Obviously, that is the easier thing to do to say that you like something about yourself. But, you know, you can even just say like, I like how I make people feel comfortable just something like that is really cool. And it just starts that really positive narrative in your brain and switches it from a negative uh, mindset in a way. So, yeah, I think doing more stuff like that will always help. So why not do it every day and bring that into your morning routine? And all right. So we're now on the final tip, I guess, from my mind and Chelsea standpoint, which is prioritizing your sleep. Obviously, I love sleep. I nap all the time, (laughs) I'm sleeping constantly, like it's just my way of life, I'm basically a sloth, I think I was a sloth in in another life, so you've obviously heard it before, but sleep is super important, and we've spoken about this on the Sleep Chronotype podcast episode as well, but yeah, obviously if you're not putting your sleep first, you're going to be putting yourself last. Does that make sense? So, you know, having a shit sleep means you're going to have a shit day or, you know, you're going to have a shit, you're going to be in a shitty mood. You're going to be irritable. You're going to have a headache. Nothing's really going to help. You're not going to be super friendly and bubbly and energetic and ready to go. You're just going to feel pretty like annoyed at everything, which is normal. But if you're constantly having a shitty sleep, then, you know, it's, it's, you're not going to be like a really nice person to be around, right? So you kind of need to prioritize sleep because it affects every single part of your life. From, yeah, family, personality, work, life, you know, exercising, everything. So getting a good sleep is basically the foundation of having a really healthy and, and happy mindset too. If you know that you, you know your chronotype, for example, and you need to go to bed by a certain time, just make it a fucking priority. Don't worry about the emails, all the work that needs to get done. The work will get done tomorrow. Or, you know, just even taking like take a day off if you need to, just to reset everything. Like we need to start rewarding people acknowledging when they need rest because this perfect attendance bullshit is so toxic for like just our way of life. You know, you need to have balance properly and know when you need to take a break. Speaking for myself, I'm going to be taking some leave from like the 11th of October for that week because I know that I need to just step away from client work for a little bit. It's been a really crazy 2021 so far. And I've been so lucky to obviously grow this business into what I have today. And I feel like I just need just a week off of meetings and, and client stuff just to catch up on my own stuff and, and internally the Lexicon stuff. So It's taken me a while to, you know, admit that I do need a week off, but that's just how it is because as a business owner, you don't get four weeks paid leave or sick leave or whatever. You just have to keep fucking working, right? That's just how it is. But in that sense, you get to work for yourself and you make all the monies, which is fantastic. So anyway, let's go back to sleep. So if you actually are trying to go to sleep, right, say it's like 1030 and you're in bed and you're like, oh, okay, it's 1030. I need to wake up at 630, which means I have this many hours of sleep, but like, you know, and you just are trying to sleep but keep looking at the time thinking oh why aren't I asleep yet that is actually preventing you from sleeping like doing that thinking thinking about sleep is preventing you from sleep because your brain is active so when you catch yourself doing that and this is really important just catch yourself in those moments because then you can stop yourself and then just focus on breathing I like to you know if I feel like my mind's a bit cluttered and stuff I obviously write stuff down to get off my brain I put it in my notes for the next day so I don't forget. But then I just lay in bed and I just breathe. So I just focus on the breathing in and the breathing out and do like a, you know, four seconds in six seconds out. And that actually helps just calm my whole entire nervous system down, calms my brain down. And then soon enough, I'm, I'm basically sleeping. So the more you think about it, the worse it gets. So obviously for this kind of stuff, if there's no copy and paste foolproof plan, morning routine for everyone. Okay. Your routine is going to look different to my routine and, look different to the person next door, right? But this is a really good way, I think, to look at what are you doing in the morning that you can improve on and what can you get rid of in the morning that is only just making you more stressed. So doing the things like getting your shit prepared the night before for the next day or having a to-do list or you know, taking those five minutes in the morning to do what you need to do and what makes you happy and just brings you a little bit of joy into the morning. I think that that stuff is really going to help, especially when, especially if you're feeling like you're getting on the verge of burning out in the sense and you just need to like start doing small habits lead to big changes. And I've done a post actually about that recently on my Instagram account. So I, I put up um, seven or eight small habits that you can do every day that actually lean into really big changes in your life for the better. So I recommend you going onto my Instagram to have a look at that. If you need some inspiration, so if, if nothing kind of on this podcast has helped you yet kind of spark anything that you can relate to in your life, I urge you to go to that. So thanks. <laughs> so now we've finished, obviously, with this um, part of the podcast where me and Chelsea have come up with these tips to, I guess, make your morning a bit more more kickass. I went to our listeners and asked them, what's the one thing that you do in the morning that you cannot live without, that you must do it every single morning? So most people replied with coffee, obviously, that I knew that that was going to be the biggest thing. Um, Even Elise from the stylist guide replied, have the biggest coffee ever in peace. So I love that because that is what I was saying before about having that moment of, of silence and, and you know, five minutes of your day and just sipping on your coffee with purpose, which is cool. So pretty much everyone said coffee. Some people said coffee in a stretch, which was great. Uh, Breakfast was another one Uh, taking my vitamins, uh, which was cool. So I do that as well. take my vitamin D and my B12. So yeah, of course you have to take your vitamins in the morning. That is super important. The next one is from my friend, she, I'm not going to say who it is, but <laughs> she's written P, you know, because we all need to go to the toilet in the morning and that is super important. So thanks, gal. You are <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> I read that and fucking lost it. Uh, another person, another person said they um, need to have some movement in the morning. So the one thing they need to do in the morning is movement. And it, they said it alleviates my anxiety, which is really cool. So I love that bit of advice too. And uh, this person actually said, celery juice, first thing every day. I really love that. That was something that kind of stood out for me because um, celery juice, like, you know, it's obviously very good for you. I don't know how good it would taste, um, but yeah, she has celery juice first thing every single morning, every day. How cool is that? Good for you, girl. Love that work for you. Cool. So that is what people have, have said. I would love to know more of your morning routine stuff. So if you, you know, have some stuff, I'm going to be putting up this podcast on my Instagram page as well. And you can leave your little comment of what you like to do in the morning that I may not have covered in this episode. I also wanted to take this opportunity to acknowledge the Ghana people. They are the traditional custodians of the land that I'm making this recording on. And I am paying my respects to elders past, present and emerging. All right, that's a wrap. On episode six, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple. It has been a pleasure, as always, talking to you, and I hope that you got something out of today's episode. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your amazing day ahead, and because you can make it amazing with your morning routine. (laughs) Best wishes and warmest regards. Ciao for now.